In the studio is Allison Geyer. She is the staff writer over at Isthmus, and she wrote a very good article in this week's edition of Isthmus, a language plan for Madison schools. Could expanding bilingual education create segregated classrooms? We'll find out right now, but first, uh, I went to Madison Public Schools. They didn't have dual language immersion programs, but they have been relatively popular uh, as of late and been kind of praised for being a new program that is it seems to be effective in some ways. But so, so, so first, just what is dual language immersion? Yeah, well, this is something that has come to be in the last several years, and it um, brings students from different cultural backgrounds into the classroom together. And they do teaching in both English and, in this case, in Spanish, with the goal of having the students be able to speak and read and write and also understand each other's cultures. Okay, and um, so hard to say what would be the negative side of this, but it is an option that uh, parents have to put their kids in this dual language immersion uh, classrooms as opposed to non-dual language immersion classrooms. And there does seem to be a diversity gap, though. Uh, We're we're seeing a lot of native Spanish speakers and what kind of seems like privileged white students in these programs, but who's being left out? Yeah, well, I mean, the the Madison School District keeps data on their classes, and what they're finding is that these uh, dual language immersion classes tend to be, you know, certainly the Spanish-speaking students, and then white families of privilege want to send their students to these classes, too, so they can learn another language as a great, you know, life skill. Um, And for whatever reason, and people don't really seem to know why, um, African-American students don't tend to enroll in these classrooms as much, Um, certainly disabled students and then there are other students who speak other languages, not English or Spanish, who um, are also maybe not benefiting from these programs. And so expanding this um, is creating a little bit of controversy. Um, People are concerned that it will create segregated classrooms, um, kind of two different tracts within the schools um, and different demographics represented in each one. And what? And I guess what is like the benefit of uh, having these dual language immersion classes? Uh, it, it, like, what are the proponents saying? It, it is it. I mean, I think the ESL program, the English as a Second Language, that was around when I was in school. Um, that sort of created a segregated learning environment in a way, right? Yeah, certainly. Well, and what people are saying is that ESL does not do enough to help the students who are learning. English. Um, Certainly, they're trying to take classes in other academic subjects, such as math, science, while they're still not quite proficient in English. And so what the the benefit of dual language is, it gets them up to speed quicker. Um, That's one of the problems that was identified here in the Madison School District. Um, It should take English language learners maybe five to seven years to reach full proficiency, but here in Madison, it's taking them as as much as 10 years. Um, So they're really wanting to close that gap and, um, you know, improving graduation rates and um, school testing scores for those students who are really an underserved demographic. And so you've been to some school board meetings. What the teachers that are concerned that this has created segregated classrooms where you know, maybe uh, students that traditionally may not be doing as well uh, um, aren't enrolling in this program. Um, so what do the teachers say about dual language immersion? What are their concerns? Or some well, of the teachers at least. Sure, sure. One of the teachers that spoke at the meeting um, kind of pointed out that she has seen kind of a stark difference between the DLI and non-DLI classrooms in terms of behavior, just because those classrooms tend to skew um, lower income, um, and and the teachers are not providing similar instruction to both classes. So it's just kind of a matter of equity. 
And there seems to be kids that maybe have more behavioral challenges aren't in the, the dual language immersion programs, right? Sure. Yeah. And so part of this plan that the, the school district is really kind of pushing um, the need for outreach to these classrooms so that everyone does get that equal instruction and everyone who does want to be in the DLI classroom can have that opportunity. So are African-American families, do they just, uh, are they unaware of this option? Is that the sense you got from talking? You talked to a bunch of people in your article and you should certainly check it out on Newsstands Now, latest edition of Isthmus. But um, why aren't African-American families uh, enrolling their kids in these dual language immersion classes? Well, and that is a great question, and I couldn't really get a good answer from the people that I talked to. I think the school board president called it the $50 million question. Um, some people suggested that, um, you know, as an elective, um, it's not one that's typically, you know, one of those core classes. If people are kind of concerned about other core, um, you know, science, technology, math, those would maybe be more likely chosen. Um, other people suggested maybe they were more interested in kind of preserving their own culture. This has been expanding to a number of schools uh, as of late, but the, is the school board putting the brakes on this to see why there seems to make sure that we don't have this segregated classroom system? Yeah, they do seem to be pumping the brakes a little bit. Um, certainly, um, I've been following this for about the past month, and there have been a series of meetings. Lots of people have spoken up about this issue, um, and they did uh, at the last meeting um, last Monday decided to roll back the plan slightly. They were planning to increase the number of DLI schools in the district from 6 to 10, but now they're only um, doing it um, to two additional schools, and they're delaying it at one more. Um, so slightly rolling it back and kind of seeing how the program pr plays out, because I think there were some concerns um, that the program was not quite as tested and, you know, kind of the data wasn't there to, to appease some of the people who did have concerns. All right. Well, uh, you're going to have to update us on this as uh, they, the school district, the Madison School District, sort of uh, studies this because it doesn't look like dual language immersion classrooms are, are going away, right? Yep. It seems to be a trend nationwide, so we'll have to see what happens here. Allison Geyer, she's the staff writer over at Isthmus. Check out her article, A Language Plan for Madison Schools. Could expanding bilingual education create segregated classrooms? Uh, check it out. Newsstands now, isthmus.com. Allison, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.